Jamar, what are your thoughts on a 50 Cent? Yeah, I mean, was, how was the concert? Yeah, how come you well, you're, you're you like Get Rich or Die trying, right? Yeah, yeah, I fuck with 50. But not, you didn't feel like going to the concert or... Uh, nah. Uh, yeah, I'm not really a concert person. That's my thing. Like, I, it got to be like one of my one of your favorites. I feel you. Like, somewhere where I feel like I can be relaxed in the joint. Oh, you could have definitely been relaxed oh, in there, baby. Yeah. In case you guys didn't know where you at, this is Ring Culture, the best basketball podcast in the world. But it's the off season, so you know Tuesday, Osei, D'Lo, and I we went to see Fifty Cent in Baltimore. D'Lo went to the last lap when it was in Bristol, Virginia, last month. And how would you compare the shows, D'Lo? Uh, this show was good. Um. He came fashionably late, so we didn't see Jeremiah at the beginning. Or Buster Rhymes. Yeah, so, I didn't see them open up. Uh, last time I was able to see Buster Rhymes, I still didn't see Jeremiah. I, <laughs> I just think that it's not meant to see Jeremiah. But he did come out and perform yeah. a couple songs. Over yeah, there. that was tight. Uh, <laughs> so, he but, performed Birthday Six on the keys and then he didn't add on me. And then, uh, but other than that, nah, he did he did a couple songs that he didn't do at the Bristol show. Okay. So we did Stunt One On One that he didn't do. He did the Baltimore Love thing. Of course, he did, yeah. He did uh it was another G Unit song that I think he did that he didn't do. He did sure. did he do I Whoop Your Head Boy in Bristol? Yeah, he, did, I yeah, he has head. to. Yeah, that's yeah, one of his bangers. That's yeah, tight. He doesn't do I Whoop Your Head Boy, and that's that's kinda weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's weird it's not doing it in the club. Yeah. But that was a, it was a good concert. I had to because you know this is probably his last time going on tour. Which show do you think was better, the Bristol one or uh, the, Baltimore? Uh, I think the Baltimore one was because uh, I was inside, of course. Oh, true. Um, yeah. Both we were both relaxed and able to you know do our thing. Yeah. So it was no. It you was, spoke to the joke. Yeah. I had a security nigga try hate on me, bro. He tried to. As soon as I threw the drum in my mouth about the spray, he's like, hey, nah, bro, nah, you can't smoke that. I was like, really? what? Yeah. And then that nigga right behind us was Yeah, he sat truck. down, rolled up, and sparked like, oh, his Oh, really? Everybody yeah. here was... Yeah, everybody right. knows. Yeah. I was like, bro, what is this nigga talking about, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, that, but I was only bothering one guy bothering him because everybody was like, I bro, he was bro bothering you, bro. Yeah. I'm like, bro, it was a... Yeah, there was a security youngin standing there the whole time. She was cool and she didn't bother nobody. Right. She was just enjoying the show. Was just the Where we yeah. sat, literally, we sat in the same section, but I, yeah. y'all sat a little bit further down. Yeah, but where we sat at, we had everybody was doing the same thing. But I did see the nigga. I see them pull up on a couple niggas trying to stop niggas from smoking. But oh. niggas was like, nigga, fuck you, bro. Yeah. That's what I did later. I was like, man, fuck that nigga. He's taking his job too serious. <laughs> There's no way if I was security at a fucking concert. That's what I'm saying. I would be tweaking about Even the youngest, she was trying to look like she was regulated, but yeah. she was just sure, ignoring sure. that she shit. Didn't she was care. like, man, I'm not about to regulate Hey, it's man. legal in Maryland, so. When I was when I was at the Larry bro. June concert. They didn't even walk. They, they didn't pat people down. They yeah. didn't yeah. care. Yeah. 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 You walk in with no pat down. Yeah, it was relaxed. Real 50 shit. It's yeah. Baltimore. They have more yeah. things to do to buy. That's what the fuck I'm saying. I, I was at the... Just don't bring the strap in and, and no knife. Okay. You relax. Yeah, I was at the Fillmore for the Larry June. The security guy was like fucking 15 feet away from me right there. Just smoking. Yeah. He didn't say shit. 
Like niggas was waiting until Larry came out. And they were I mean, like, that type of concert, you should already know that's gonna be happening. Yeah, fifty concert at every concert. Not. Yeah, every concert. That's what I'm saying. Fifty Cent. I think his show was cool, but I felt like it could have been a little better. But I blame the fans because of that. I kind of feel like maybe they weren't giving him the energy he needed well, to turn up. This, but well, I don't even I give it another perspective. Baltimore show and the Bristol show. I mean, I, I know the was, white I, boys I, were more turned. I, 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 I know I, the I, white boys had I, more I energy. I, I know the white people had more energy and they were rapping more. So, they were having so, so he. I'm sure he was probably more turned. It made it. I think because the outside shit gives it a different perspective. It was warm. You know, it was nice weather warm, that night, right? Yeah, it was nice warm. Yeah, they had the lawn. You know, what I'm saying it kind of looked like a festival type shit. True. You know, what I'm saying so it, it made it look it like. More turn up you know what I'm saying? The music hit different, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, when we were sitting there, the music was hitting, but like, yeah. for Oprah, only thing that was we saw was the, the I think his, his clothes, yeah, his fit changed. His fit was remember hitting. his shirt changed like three times. He had the Javinci baseball jersey, then he switched up three more fits, and then he started performing uh, one of his pop songs, you know. And, that brother played a lot of pop songs. Like yeah, a, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, but, it, yeah, yeah. yeah technology. She work you in. She dance band. That's like, like niggas, that niggas looking straight. That's like yeah. Yeah. Like that niggas, niggas looking straight from I look behind me. Niggas was just. I look behind me and those niggas up from where he was. Hey, niggas. I was like, hey, these niggas are moving to the track. She work you in. She that that age. I was walking to the I wish Fifty played more of his street stuff because I was like, did he play? I want to be your lover. Oh, I wish he played more G and stuff. He had a dancer. That's what I said last time. He had more dancers. He should have played more G and stuff. Yeah, that's like, weird. He, he throws that like right, because it's fucking Lloyd. But but Yayo's there. Let Yayo do his shit, man. Nah. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks, bro. And why is Uncle Murder getting to be a hype man? I mean, yeah, I guess God bless. What, what else he have to do? I didn't know he was still a G and like, soldier. Yeah, he's a soldier. God bless. But um, I thought he would play high all the time. If it's the last lap tour and you know Maryland weed is legal, and you, I know you smell the gas, so maybe he did it because it was bro, weak. Bro, I think he forgot the, all the Baltimore love thing. Somebody reminded him. He came back out to do Yeah, he had to do Baltimore so love I, thing. I, I was like, hey, man. He going to do that song. Yeah, so. he's, yeah. Hey, that the show wasn't is, bad, though. It was cool. It's the people that be picking the songs for him, I guess. So I the DJ know. and him, they got a collab, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, say 50 Cent's your favorite artist of all time. You, you said... Hey man, you made me go to Jesus, so you gotta come to the last lap. So I pulled up with you. Jamal pulled up too. Shout out Jamal. Uh, how did you feel seeing your favorite artist of all time live? It was, I felt and all good. that disco music you was playing. You like you a fan of the disco rapper? I mean, hey, <laughs> Fifty is just a genius when it comes to music. So he he definitely had his disco tracks, uh, but. The show was good overall to me. I'm, I was glad to see. It was a good show. Him performing live, you know, my favorite artist. The transitions were cool that he did with the band where he'll play the sample yeah, and extend it. And then the, the songs, we had a little guest game of what song was coming Yeah. On. That was cool. And then, yeah, bro, you know, I just love 50, bro. That's, that's niggas, that's the dude niggas grew up on, you know what I'm saying? So... Why didn't why didn't Yayo get to perform so seductive? See, I wanted to see stuff like that. Sean, <laughs> so seductive dancing on me. I wanted to see that live. 
I don't know, but he did perform for like a good what hour and a half. Yeah, that was cool. That's longer than usual. Most most men are doing like an hour. I don't even think he did that long. He did an hour and a half. Yeah, because I remember when we came in. He was out of there by like ten forty-five, bro. Ten thirty. Yeah, ten thirty. That's an hour and a half. He, he didn't perform the whole time. Jeremiah had like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a couple transitions. He did, short, he did the same shit he did in Bristol. He faked like he was leaving and came back out. <laughs> oh, man. And I bet you the crowd was louder in Bristol. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yo, and uh, Uncle Murder had the, come on, guys, y'all want to press? You want to see more 50? You want to see more 50? That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so that was dope. I mean, it was cool, man. I had a good time. He definitely could have did better tracks. That's what all I'm saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? He but I would like all these artists to get the wrong tracks. Bro, every artist I He could have even performed mixtape tracks that were focused. I feel like I don't could, believe every you. Every artist I've ever seen. Your life sound a lot. Like, they never do the songs that I really want to see. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Currency, everybody. Like, they don't do the songs like that. They do the songs that they don't think it's really. I know the only nigga that I know that did majority songs that a nigga would like. But Gunna. Gunna, he did 30 songs and he did the majority of his albums, so that's cool. He plays you the hits from his career while also playing the majority of his new stuff. Crazy I like that. He didn't play what we wanted off the album. No. Who, 50? No, Gunna. He, well, you wanted one song. He, he played basically. He played, huh? He, he, he did Rodeo. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he did. He didn't do Born Rich. That was the one John. Yeah, right. that's like track 10, man. That's a pop. That's a. It's a deep cut, man. But he did literally every other jump. Not think, every other jump. Out of the 15, because he performed 30 songs. Out of the 15, I think he did like nine, ten. He probably did the whole jump. Nah, he didn't do the whole jump. He didn't perform P Angels. He didn't do a couple of tracks from the album. Yeah, like, like yeah. P Nah, I looked at the set list. He ain't do it. And I watched the show. He ain't do it. Yeah, he didn't perform P Angels. Yeah, but I mean, I wish 50 performed the majority of Get Rich or Die Trying if it's really the last lap tour yeah. and it's the 20th anniversary of Get Rich or Die Trying and Beg for Mercy. But which yeah, one did he let like, do? Huh? He did like how many songs off Get Rich? He did the uh, 21 Questions of Ocarina. And the, uh, the, the singles. He did Patiently Waiting. Yeah. yeah. He did What Up Gangsta. Yeah. He did... Uh, he didn't That's perform high on PIMP. Yeah, he even did Poor Little Rich. Yeah. I knew he was going to do that because people yeah, like that beat. Talk from, that's almost the whole album. Nah, yeah. No, it's not. I let my whip talk from me. Bah, what a, like, he, he didn't did perform, like I said, he didn't perform Your Life's on the Line. He didn't perform. Oh, my, yeah, yeah, he didn't perform that. a lot of stuff. That's one. Now, if you look at Get Rich or Die Trying, he ain't perform a lot. But, hey, it's cool. Shout out to 50. He's been around over 20 years. You know now he's a full-time full exec, uh, film exec. Yeah, he didn't perform. He Did he perform If I Can't? Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did Back Down. Yeah, he did back yeah see, he didn't do Like My Style, and Yayo's right there. That would have been tight. I know you like my style. Uh-huh. And Tony Yayo's on that song, but he doesn't do it. Like the crowd wasn't going. Nah, they was nah, the, that's a Get Rich or Die Trying song. Niggas know nah, that song. Time, that's like on an album that cool. almost, on an album, you already know, y'all know, on an album that almost went diamond, every song is known. When the album was that big, you know every joint. 
yeah, gotta make it to heaven by going through. Oh yeah, don't push me. That would have been tight if he like it was a couple, but yeah, he did you right. He did perform the majority of the album. Yeah, he, just, he did. Remember, I was like, he just did a lot of hooks, so we didn't. Yeah, feel like that is true. That's yeah. The hooks and Yeah, and get out of there. That's true. Yeah, that blue. Because he could have did a couple verses. Yeah, man. The first verse, at least, to patiently waiting. Yeah. What? I wanted to hear bro, the high all the time, the flow. Yeah. He did, I know 50 don't smoke, but just that flow is focused. And Maryland weed is legal. 50, I know you smell the gas. Nigga was blowing gas. No way you don't smell the gas. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. But hey, man, shout out to 50. It was still a good show. Still tight. Shout out to Motor Driver. Once again, shout out, after, shout out after the show, the shenanigans Ose and Jamal was doing. If you want to hear more of that, listen to yesterday's, or it's live right now, the episode of Chopper Soup Convos called One Ring Kings. These niggas had a baby boo battle. Hey, man. It was, it was legendary, man. Yeah, it was legendary, but hey, man. Let's get into some basketball. First off, uh... Shout out to Giannis, him and his girl expecting another kid, you know. And uh, in the meantime, while he's expanding his family, people are questioning what he's doing with the NBA roster that he's on. They think, like Shannon Sharp, they think that he's wasting space by having his brother Thanasis on the NBA roster with them. And they mad that Alex is on the G League affiliate of the Bucks. If you guys aren't aware out there, the NBA active roster used to be 12. Now it's up to 15. You can have 13 active. Your active roster can now expand to 17, including two two-way players. It was 15 with two two-way players, right? Yeah, that's what it is now. But remember, in the past, it used to be 12 and then three injured reserve. Yeah, so now it's 15, and then you have two two-way players that could be 17. So I don't think Giannis' brothers are really taking up space. They don't really even play that much. The Nasus was playing five minutes a game. So the real question I have is for D'Lo, set it off, because him and our big brother Gilbert Arenas have been misbehaving. Gilbert is claiming that Hakeem is stealing money. 50000 50, a session for Hakeem to train Giannis on what he calls dated moves. D-Lo, outdated moves, yeah. So, so 50000 for one session? Yeah, a session. Oh, how long is the session? What, like two, three hours? I mean, yeah, maybe. I hope it's a couple weeks. Uh, I mean, yeah, a session. Gotta be at least a couple weeks, a month yeah, or two. Maybe bro. a week. What's the point, bro? Uh, it's just like you're just going like my thing is, nigga, if you want to go pay 
pay somebody. Go pay a lethal shooter, nigga. Go pay Chris Brinkley, nigga. Go pay somebody. Go, go shoot, nigga. <laughs> That's what you need to do, nigga. You, you paying the wrong shit. What if he's like, Hakeem, help me work on my mid-range game? Nigga, that's not the game no more. Like you were saying, bro, it's outdated. Nigga, uh, the game is, you need to be shooting, nigga. What's his weakness? Niggas leave him. Niggas be back 10 feet off him. Let him shoot the three. He forces his way into the paint. Yeah, he shouldn't be a three-point shooter. I think if he could be at least a 14-feet jump shot shooter. I think he got a little bit of that already. He needs to be working on his shot. I don't know if he got that. That's a little bit. He, he does. He does need post moves. Though. Yeah, he honestly got moves. no kind of post moves. But he needs a <laughs> shot though. That, that's the. That's like. I mean, in today's NBA, what is everybody doing? Shooting threes, bro. The mid range is still shot, working. He shot his first three people. this year. I think so. Or we could look, look it up, man. You know, basketball reference. I, I remember at one point he was somewhat but, somebody like, you step up to, but, but, but who cares? <laughs> like I said, bro, you can. I mean, that's good for a king. Take the breath from him. It's good for him. But my thing is, you go and pay for this, but you're not going to utilize it in your game. So what's the point? What if he does use it? We'll see. We'll see how many times we see that nigga post up and use a move, bro. Jamar, do you think it's a waste of time to work on these moves? Is he working on the wrong part of this game, like D'Lo said? <laughs> I get what D'Lo said. Like, he should probably be working on, like, his three-pointer and stuff that would be suitable for how he plays. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say that you can't use what Hakeem teaches because um, his footwork was just too nasty. And, like, you could use that now in today's game, but like D'Lo said, I don't think Giannis is going to use it like that. Because Giannis has to work on his half-court yeah, game. He, he, but that's what I'm saying. Giannis does need to improve his half-court game. But he does need to improve more with his shooting rather than, I guess, attacking the rim. Because that's what, when you look at it, that's what people lead him to. You know what I'm saying? They lead him to they lead him to shoot mid-range and three-point yeah. jump shots. Unless they, like, if t- all the teams that could build the ball to prevent him from driving, yeah. they force him to shoot those mid-range jump shots. Yeah. Now, I thought after he won the championship, after he, you know, won the free throws, I mean, he got 17 for 19 with the free throws, and he won, I thought that was going to give him more confidence and help him improve yeah. his shooting. But, like, he kind of did okay the year before, the year after the chip. And then the year, this past year, it's like it went back to how it was the year before that. It's like it went right back to how it was before, right before he won the chip. So, yeah, I think people can use it. Now, if he's charging 50 racks for one session, that's that's next. You you think, yeah, he's supposed to give his Nigerian brother a discount. I mean, or is he looking at him like, hey, man, you, you're not really tapping in? For these niggas Maybe he's like, hey, man, I'm going to use this for the hood. But what's the going rate, right, though? That's a what good question. We don't know. Right? We don't know the going See, right. they expose Hakeem's price. What are they charging Lethal Shooter and Chris Brinkley? That's a good question. They want to charge the old NBA player. They want to let us know. Think about it. We didn't know how much he was charging when Kobe was hanging out with him. Dwight Howard, we didn't know. So that is, that's a good question. And different time, too. Yeah. The bread was different then. Yeah. It was. And Hakeem was younger. He was more relaxed. Yeah. So maybe he's on some other shit. 50, 50K is nothing but a fine. 
to these things. Fifty is nothing to be honest. It's a fine. Yeah, he's like James Harden just paid a hundred bands for it. Yeah, he should pay. That's OG. He pay yeah. Pay, 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 he does it because he likes you. I want to rap yeah, on your song. I like the beat, and I'll give you more. It'll give you more eyes. So, yeah. Hakeem, training you isn't going to bring more promo to you. But Jay-Z being on your song can can be life-changing. So, yeah, that is different. And, you know me, I'm sick. I'm a sick nigga, so I wouldn't even want to rap with Jay-Z. But that's another story for another day. Yeah, I'm dangerous. Let me get a future verse. Let me get a Nas verse or Scarface verse. I respect Jay-Z. He's a legend, but I'm not a Jay-Z fan, so I wouldn't even want that verse. He should go, it should go to somebody like 2 Chains or Game that's been begging to rap with Jay-Z for a decade plus. So, like 2 Chains made a song called Southside Hove on a Jay-Z sample and still Jay-Z didn't want to rap with him. But hey, don't worry about it, guys. Uh, <laughs> Jamar, can moves be outdated? Is Hakeem giving him an old package to use 2K terms like Dila was mentioning? Uh, nah, not with Hakeem's footwork. Like, because I can put it like this you can use his, his footwork and even get you into a tactical, too. It ain't just for like shooting jumps. That's true, yeah. So, like, the way he used to break people down in it. His yeah. handle for center was good. I mean, I think his handle's better than Giannis' handle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't just teach Giannis handles. You respect Giannis' handle, D'Lo? No. Exactly. Do you think Do you think Hakeem's handle was better than Giannis's? Can you give him a little bit of that? One, two, one, two, left, right? I, I think about it because I seen Hakeem do in and out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Giannis can roll out Bring the ball up the court, though. Yeah, but yeah, he's 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 just break. Yeah, he just but like we talked about, when, like Jamar said, <laughs> when teams can build the wall in half-court sets, Giannis isn't as effective unless he can get a run and start somewhere. That's <laughs> why he should be able to shoot. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I was saying. Maybe that mid-range work that Hakeem was great at, yeah, let's try to set up that mid-range game at least. And like you said, where do you see so much of Hakeem's game in uh, – Kobe is just like the turnaround. That's the post game in the memory. Yeah, the footwork is the post game, all that. Because that's what that's what a lot of people don't realize with Jordan as he got older. He was a great post player. Because Kobe still looks like a Jordan, man. Yeah, but Hakeem it was like that too. He had the like yeah. It's the same thing when you put the highlights. Y'all y'all seen the sick highlights people do if you can put Embiid, Kobe, and Jordan doing the same move. It's like that. There's certain big men that could move like that. Bro, I feel like is one of them. Moves like well, yeah, he don't want to go do yeah, that, yeah. you know. Hakeem hasn't got a call from Embiid, okay? To he our knowledge. Need it. He don't need it. Yeah, I think he do. Yeah, I think he, he, think he do. That would be actually one of the niggas who that's should who, yeah, that's call him. One nigga. Yeah. That's, that's, the nigga that that's who's supposed to be. Yeah. You're supposed to be Hakeem Jr. Yeah. But you were supposed to be. You know why, though? You know why he won't call him? Because he doesn't want to be on the post. Yeah, That's why. 
And he doesn't have that defensive tenacity anymore. Not to that level. Because you could argue Hakeem's the greatest defender ever. I would want to learn stuff from him. And defense, that translates. Rim protection translates to any era, I think. I don't know. I think protecting the paint hasn't changed that much. So, but hey, like you said, I think Embiid would benefit from that. I also think moves translate to certain eras. Yeah, certain things don't work like a... We don't see people doing the Tim Hardaway Texas two-step anymore. Y'all remember that crossover Tim Hardaway used to kill niggas with? We don't see that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't see that anymore. But it can still be effective here and there. But yeah, so I'm saying like, so I think moves can translate into any era. Uh, we call it the Euro step, but there's footage of Elgin Baylor doing it in the 60s multiple times. Dr. J doing it. So I think moves do translate the errors. But sure, certain uh, frequency in doing it, that can become a thing. Like 10 years ago, we weren't talking about step back threes, you know? And now that's been, now that's a thing you'll see every night in the NBA. Not the whole time, though. I seen this joint on, uh, I follow this joint on uh, IG, and they showed me clips of this nigga Jordan doing step back. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Everything has happened before, but it's just like the frequency. Now it's every day, so it's the same thing. Like, you're a geek, Jamar. We talked about uh, earlier, uh, homies were talking about different celebrations, me and Anthony, and we were talking about, uh, he was like, yeah, Jude Bellingham doing this. He was like, man, Messi did that before. And I was like, yeah, but you remember the one time Messi did it. Jude does that every time. That's yeah, his celebration now. Man. The same thing like Rashford, the hand to the head. When did Messi do this? He did it, I think. He did it one time. He scored. Like, yeah, he flexed. And then another time when he put his jersey up against yeah, y'all. But Yeah, he did this before. I remember that. But, you know, it is what it is. Certain people do it once, but then... We have people that make that a part of their game, a part of their DNA. So I think... Does Joker have Hakeem-esque play with his nose? Uh, I don't uh, think so. I, yeah, I don't think it's... He's, like, has, he's, he's... I think uh, Jokic is the perfect balance of brute and finesse because he's one of he's the best paint scorer in the NBA. And a lot of it has to do with like his size. You can't fuck with him. You know he don't have the best bounce, but he has crazy touch. He has good footwork. Yeah, he does have great footwork. Like that back, that, that two joint that he did over yeah. AD. That yeah, that's very, little Dirkish. That's Dirk stuff, every though. Day shit for him. Yeah. He probably says Yeah, 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 he definitely does. That's Dirk stuff. And even Dirk, yeah, he added stuff to the game that people use now. The one-legged jumper and stuff. So, that's the cool thing about basketball. We see how the game evolves and how styles change. And, um, Speaking of styles, you know, Jadakiss is a rapper that people consider to be one of the most underrated ever. He's lasted many decades, has hit songs that transcend eras. Y'all know his verses, the locks versus dipset was crazy. Even his solo joint when he beat Jade uh when he beat Fabulous, people didn't expect that to happen. But one thing that people say about Jadakiss is that as great as he is, he never had a classic album. And Jadakiss' son was doing a podcast recently, and he said that he feels like his dad is the Carmelo Anthony of rap. And people won't appreciate him 
fully for what he contributed to the game until he leaves. And my question to y'all is, do y'all think that Carmelo Anthony in inverse style, is he the Jada Kiss of basketball? Is he a guy that did have the style points, the hit songs, if you will, the great feature verses, the classic cultural moments, but he never had that MVP type season that year that you could say, oh, yeah, he's the best player in the NBA. Like, you know, even De- was he ever even top three in MVP votes? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know maybe he was. Maybe on uh, maybe what like year would it be though? Maybe New York. I don't know. I'll look. I don't know what year it would be because he was <laughs> <40, 40, 40, laughs> he, he, he got one scoring title. I always will say that Kevin Durant let him have it. That's my conspiracy theory. I'll never be able to fully prove it, but yeah, Kevin Durant, that. The, that was like 2012, 2013. Yeah. You're talking about when he was, that's the year where Kevin Durant won. I think that might be the year. Five years. It was 20, yeah, 2012, 13. I remember it because KD, I was like, hey, man, he was leading the league and scoring all season. Then he just, at the end of the season, oh, how much, how much Melo need to pass me? Oh, whoops. What did he finish with? Yeah, yeah Melo averaged twenty eight point seven. I think KD ended up with like twenty eight point like five or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Durant was moving funny at the end of the season. Oh, it was twenty eight point one. But yeah, Melo. Let's see what's the highest he ever did in MVP. Twenty thirteen, I think, was his year though. That's the highest. Yeah, third. Yep, he was third in MVP twenty thirteen. But he was he wasn't close. Second was Katie, and we all knew that was LeBron's MVP. But uh, what do you guys think? Is Carmelo the Jada Kiss of uh, basketball? And I don't even, to be honest, what I'm gonna say probably gonna sound kind of disrespectful. But yeah. What I'm gonna say is that that's kind of disrespectful. With Jada Kiss. It is. That's what I was about. Now you I right. make sure I'm not <laughs> Whoa! Because I think Jada Kiss is the top 50 rapper of all time. I don't have Carmelo as a top 50 basketball player. Yeah, I, like, I got like Jada Kiss in like my top 40. Jada Kiss got a lot of hits. And like when you look back at it, he has when it's well rounded. He has like R&B hits, yeah. women hits, and he has the street hits. Yeah, and he has the group hits. He has like, the conscious hit. Why with uh, with Anthony Hamilton? Then he's just everybody knows he's his lyrical, and then he's everybody wrote hits for Puffy. Other yeah, and then like yeah, so like with Carmelo, he's, he was a short stand. But let's go to that though, Kids. D'Lo. Let's go to that though, D'Lo. Kids. What about Jada Kiss? Does Jada Kiss doesn't have that classic album? He doesn't have that album that you can say. Right, but he has that classic song though. He has a classic catalog. He has a, cl- I don't a couple classic songs. So, just the that hits. Song is fine. Yeah, the hits. Look what okay. he did in the uh, verses. He slaughtered two, two different verses. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous, who has a lot of hits, yeah, and people would say he's more his bigger. Yeah, and then the lot of And then the lot. said they yeah. have classic. That people would say Diplomatic Immunity is a classic album. I mean, but people say the locks. We are the streets is a classic album. Like, yeah, he has a classic group album, and he has classic mixtapes. Like. The champ here is, is here. That's a classic mixtape. Yeah. But it's just the album. Because, you know, that's what people say that, oh, we know this is a Spotify era, an Apple Music era. So if y'all want to put a young homie on, or, oh, what's if y'all want to tell him to listen to Jada Kiss, what are you going to tell him? Listen to the singles, like the playlist of the singles to get the best yeah. 
Okay. He's timeless. Like he has shit from the nineties up until two thousand. Like well, not yeah, nineties and two thousands. He didn't get in the twenty tens. He ain't had no song. Nah, what song? Shit, he even had the OJ joint. Who's phony? She's fake. That's the type of people. That verse on that joint go hard, bro. The Swiss and uh, OJ and Juice Man. Hey, he did a show. Oh, he had OJ and the Juice Man do a show in New York with that song. Hey, man. I've heard people, and Juice Man I've heard people say they see Jada Kiss Low in Syracuse with an orange jumpsuit relaxed in the club. Okay, he was very relaxed. That's the thing about Jada Kiss. He's that much of a legend that he's not really like, nobody's going to bother him. He can still walk the streets by himself and be cool. And that's tight. That's nothing against him. Because he's a legend. He's still living good. He can take care of his family. He's not struggling. So y'all think that is better to be that type of like, they're like hood legends. They're like the hood faves. That's how I look at it. Jada Kiss and Carmelo are both hood favorites. Yeah, it's similar, but I, I in that regard, I would say I would put Jada higher. So who is Melo, guys, as a rapper? Who is he? If y'all would have to say, because I agree with y'all. I don't think he's Jada Kiss. Who is he, though? Like I said, like Osei number mentioned, he was third in MVP that year. One scoring title. Uh, that year you won a scoring title he was third in MVP? Yeah, behind, oh, uh, Mello, behind LeBron and KD. I got one. Uh, Big Sean. Mm. Okay. Whoa, so it's 2013 for Melo, Big Sean's. I was going to say 2014 when he had I Don't Fuck With You, Dark Sky Paradise. Like, that was Big Sean's best year. That was like his... Closest MVP season. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because you put me on the big. Yeah, show. I like I Big Sean. He had a lot of potential. He, he was a guy. Yeah, yeah. Because I said like you like you're kind of on my. Yeah, J- Big Sean had hits like, but yeah, because Melo he has his his jerseys went platinum in the hood as well. The Nuggets because people would like, like like the one point five's the hood classics. Yeah, I remember. Like NBA niggas, they respect Melo. Rapper niggas, they respect Big Sean, you know what I'm saying, for his lyrics. And he did influence. He had the punchline flow that Nicki Minaj and Drake started using heavy. It's going... It's yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I can think of right yeah, now. Yeah, it's not bad. Head. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Damn, who, who do you got to say? If you had to say... I was just... I just had somebody at the time. <laughs> you said if we were comparing a rapper... If you were comparing Melo to a rapper... Oh, I said the game, but game has a classic. Yeah. Oh, but that could be the MVP year for game. Yeah, after that, that. yeah, and yeah. you can and people say that's because of Fifty Cent. Outside of that, he still was good, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it wasn't the same. Right. Just like I, I look at, I look at Denver. Melo is the even though he was starting MVP in New York. I look at Denver. Melo was the peak. Yeah, but I mean, but but New York Melo was probably like. We watched it more because it was on the East yeah, Coast. Mountain time, you know, it's different. Like, it wasn't on TV as much. Like when he was affiliated with the New York niggas, he was more. Nah, he wasn't. What New York? He was more when he was affiliated with G Unit. After uh, G Unit, he couldn't talk about the same shit he would talk about. What do you mean? When he still, was talking about before. Remember, he was talking about hanging out with Bloods in New York and hanging with Dipset and all that. He still could talk shit. about that. Nah, now nah, he could because Dipset, Dipset was beefing with G Unit. That's what. was Type of stuff that made Fifty mad. Fifty don't like nobody that's not in his crew. So, you know that's why Game got out of there because he had too many New York friends. Fifty wants you to be his only New York friend if you sign to him. So, <laughs> yeah, don't hang. There's the same thing with that guy Young Buck X out. 
You too friendly, nigga. Them niggas were too friendly. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, uh, okay, Jamar. You said the game. I hear you, Jamar. Who you rolling with? Tough. I'm a, I'm thinking too. I'm kind of thinking about um. I was trying to think of someone contemporary. Also, you mentioned the game. You mentioned Big Shine. So it's like, all right, they're kind of like game. I look at it like, oh, he was holding down his city when nobody really was at the time. Same thing as Big Shine. He was ahead of the Detroit wave mm-hmm. before Detroit. He's, he's like ten years. Way. He's like ten plus years ahead of when Detroit took over. So that's kind of tight. And the same thing you can say with with game. He's five, seven years before, before TDE and, yeah, Odd Future and L.A. came back. That's true. So, he's yeah, and Melo, he's the last Baltimore baller. Who's the last Baltimore? Will Barton. Yeah, exactly. Man. Look at that. He's not a bad player, but he ain't a Hall of Famer. No he's disrespect. Will Barton's a good player. Like I'm saying look at that. Just saying, like, just saying, like, yeah, how hard it is because Will Barton has a great career, but he ain't mellow, you know what I mean? It's just like how, like, Detroit, like how, like, for example, just to say, um, I'm just trying to think of somebody random. Bam Gang Liney, he's good, but he ain't going to have a Big Sean type career, but he can do his thing in the underground. I think because of that, I'm going to I'm gonna say... <laughs> It might be considered ugly, but I'm going to say Melo is French Montana. That's what I'm going with. That's a good one. That's He's French Montana. He's a guy that we kind of got to see the peak Melo in one aspect also at the Olympics. Like how French, when he gets a good producer, a good co-star, yeah, a nice feature to bounce with him, a nice... Partner like how Max B was. Sweet Lee. Yeah, Simba Sweet. Yeah, Kodak. Kodak. Yeah, when I have a good friend <laughs> and a good beat, we can cook up. Oh, that's a good one. Drake. Yeah, help. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's what Melo never wanted to do. He never wanted to say LeBron, let's do it, <laughs> let's get it, because that's who LeBron wanted to be with first. He didn't want Bosh. He wanted to be sick. He wanted to be to him. Wait in. Carmelo, he wanted to be like how the Suns want to be now. Perimeter heavy, guard heavy, ISO heavy, man. So, yeah, I'll go with French Montana. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to Melo. I hope we didn't disrespect. Maybe he'll feel sick feeling like, hey, man, I went from Jada Kiss to French Montana. Maybe he won't like that. But Jada Kiss and French Montana have a classic song together, New York Mini. If you know, if you know, you know, you know from Mac and Cheese, too. Yeah, man. So this game and Sean, Big Sean's game, I can't have a joint. Um, Sean, what the hell was it? Sean? They do have a song together. I just can't remember what song it is. Word. Was it Redemption or no? That was that. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. Deep Reverence or something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shout out to J Rock. He has an album called Redemption that's fire, by the way. Check it out, you know? So it all connects, man. West Coast, you know? But uh, speaking of that West Coast mountain time, if you will, uh, Deion Sanders has college football on fire. Some people are saying, D-Lo, you know, some people in our HBCU community, Jamar, they trying to say D-Lo abandoned, uh, Deion abandoned us and went to the PWI and turned up 
Hey man, I, I let him get his paper, but uh, do y'all think that uh, there's a coach or a former player that can do something that similar to what Dion is doing in college basketball? If he wanted to become a coach, could he bring the culture around him? Would every rapper want to come to the game and hang out? Would he be able to have the charisma to get players to come and fool with him? Now that we know how college basketball is fickle, and brothers are, if the elite guys are willing to go to the G League, can, like, for example, I thought the only person that could do it is Allen Iverson. I was going to say the same. He's the only one. He's the only one cool enough. I was going to say the same nigga, bro. Yeah, he's he's basketball Deion Sanders. But he just wasn't. He took the words out. He just didn't. Hit those heights that Deion. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Understand. I was thinking this. I was when I'm thinking. I was like, bro, the only person who could do that who I've seen play basketball and like bring everybody out together. Is yeah, yeah. That's the only nigga who I like from every background. And he's cool enough. Yeah, yeah. that's the only person. That, nah, nah, he can't do. He doesn't have the same. I mean, he's the he man. Do he can? He can do it because. But he can. It's not the same. It's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. We're not talking about the same. LeBron can do it because he's LeBron. He's the man. It's like saying Magic Johnson could have been able to do it back in the day. Michael Jordan could do it. That's what I'm saying. We're not talking about that. We're talking yeah. about niggas that have the just the natural charisma and sauce that niggas want to be like. Not even about world. who's the best. It's about who's bro, the coolest. I started a trend. It's the same thing. It's really bro, only, I started no yeah, trend, bro. It's, it's, in our generation, it's only three niggas like that. And Jordan is before us, to be honest. In our era... It's like Ken Griffey Jr. was the coolest, yeah. Allen Iverson, and yeah. Deion Sanders. Yeah. That's what it was for. Like Michael Jordan was like, God, he's different. He's in another stratosphere. But yeah. Allen Iverson was the people's champ. He's yeah. the hood hero. Even like even when you think about AI Tuesday, AI's the niggas top tens just because he's AI. Like that's what niggas be saying. He's the niggas top pound five for pound. People bring like, up pound for pound being yeah. that small, like, being so. how physical he was, and he was just unapologetic. Unapologetically, huh? And we don't bring up his shortcomings because we don't care. We don't evaluate AI the same way because we want to be blind. We don't want to. Remember, I've told you this before. James Harden is better than Allen Iverson, but I ain't going to say it. I'm not going to admit it. Yeah, I know. I said it, but when I put out my list, it's going to be under him still. I don't care. James Harden is better than Allen Iverson, but he is. It is. We all biased. I'm just the first to admit it, man. I let people know off top. Yeah, this is how I think. This is my bias. And this, because of my bias, this is my evaluation. I let people know. I don't lie to you. That's why I had to, that's why I be getting mad sometimes when I see people like Rudy Gobert and, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan used to be an opera mine as well. And Andre Drummond, but that's another story for another day. God bless them. Yeah, but it's that, AI. Yeah, it has it to be AI. Because everybody. Like, I don't know if every LeBron can bring everybody out. Like, he can because he's LeBron. Yeah, nah. He's, he has I agency. Nah, but see, I, but I feel like with it's like the same thing with Dion. Like, you don't Dion don't have to ask motherfuckers to pull up or nothing or nothing like that. And if he do ask motherfuckers, motherfuckers are excited and ready to pull up. It's kind of like. Like, even with AI now, when you see AI around, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's showing them love. Like, yeah, he's the coolest. Yeah. And he's the only, he's one of the few OGs that always gives love to the younger generation. Yeah. 
and always talks about how they're better than the previous era and how they're moving the game forward. He never hates. He never tries to disrespect or say, oh, no, in my era, we had someone comparable to that. He always gives props. That's another thing about him, too, that makes him special because y'all know older legends don't like to give love. Not, and this is a different aside because I think Kareem just wanted to show love. Like, I saw a clip where someone asked Kareem, hey, there's a debate going on. Who's the best point guard of all time, Magic or Steph? He said, Oscar Robertson. Quick. He said, hey. He said, Oscar better than them boys. Mm-hmm. He said he can pass like Magic. And he had three-point range like Steph. But we didn't have three-point range yet. All right, hey. he played with Magic, he played with Oscar, but you know that that's a different type of beef with them too, yeah. because Magic Oscar was a hooper. He was, he was Mister Triple Double. Hey man, he, he was the original big point guard. He was a six five point guard. He was the original Magic. Yeah, he does. He, his film does look like it translates because his game, but his shot. He was a set shot shorty too, man. So, so you got to watch out for those brothers, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, slotted, right? Yeah, so hey, man. He was my top ten for a while. I think uh I think AI would have to do it at Norfolk State, man. Pull up, man. Bethel, you went to Bethel, it has the same colors, yeah. green and gold like Norfolk State. I know you're from Hampton, but Hampton is in a white conference. To really be for the hood, you gotta be with Norfolk State, man. Pull it, up. Is uh do you rate AI's basketball IQ is as <laughs> And that's the thing, too. That's the difference. And that's why that's a great question because I don't think so. And the reason why is because Dion has always talked about his strategy and how people talked about how he has God-given gifts, yeah. which he does, but niggas a film junkie. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. to be a great football player, you have to be a film junkie. Basketball is more yeah, about it. Yeah. Basketball is more about instinct and feel because it's five on five. You can really rely more on just natural reactions and your twitchiness and athleticism. But all the and ones who reach that next level, they have the high school. They watch yeah. film. Michael Jordan watched film. LeBron watched film. All the greats, like you said, watch film. And the Kobe was a film junkie. But the yeah. thing is, like I think Kobe could have done it. Yeah, and he kind of was doing it for the girls for the women's game. Kobe could have done it. He's the one, for real. Like you said, AI, AI had the coach so cool, but Kobe was the film junkie. Kobe was that arrogant nigga. Yeah, he was the coach. That's what niggas think about it, though. Think about it, though. Think about it, though. Post, I don't think so, not because he's Kobe Bryant. Post Kobe's career, Brett. Nobody had nothing. To yeah, everybody was Kobe. working out with Kobe and all season. Everybody was, and Kobe and was showing was love nice too. He yeah, was, he, he had his own academy, the Mamba right. Academy. He was doing that shit. Before, he wasn't that mean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I yeah. Say, say it was Kobe. Kobe. You're right. Kobe. That is the answer. I repeat, Kobe. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the answer. You're right because AI was AI has the cultural coolness, but Kobe has the cultural coolness, and he actually is the film junkie. And in basketball. Y'all can attest to this. And he has the success that Max. Oh, Shaq yeah. can do it. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get out of here. Uh, no, he's not a film junkie. He's not. He a, he, no, he's not. No. Uh, he knows basketball. So he doesn't have basketball IQ, man. Shaq don't got basketball IQ. Not done. They don't. But the highest level, though. Don't disrespect. Shaq can do it, too. Nah. Nah. If he really wants to, he has Nobody wants to wear Shaq's. Nah. 
Nobody wants to wear shacks. He's going to make the school wear shacks. Nobody wants that. That's a big part of athleticism, too. Kobe would have been with Nike or doing his own thing. That's a big part of basketball. What's our sponsor? Shaq is making you wear shacks. You're not going to that school. <laughs> it's the truth. Colorado, like, Under Armour was with uh, Jackson State when Dion was there. Now he's at Nike with Colorado. Come on, man. That's how it be. That runs sports. Shout out to Dion. But, but that's the thing. That's the thing. I think because... Yeah, I bought those. Yeah, that's focus. Okay, I see it. Because shipping my shit out in December. Though. Yeah, like, God, yeah, it's backed up. It was sold out. It's just like yeah, a, yeah, it's just yeah, like our microphones. Yeah, it's backed up. Yeah, 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 it's backed up. yeah, yeah it's just like our. Let me see. I'm still watching. Don't worry. I'm looking for the delivery. I was like, damn, ships out in December. That's what happens when shit be backed up, back ordered on the back order. Yeah, but this is the thing too. In football, I think it's easier to delegate because you have all these positional coaches. You have your linebacker coach, your DB. Your DB coach, your offensive coordinator, your defensive coordinator, is special. It's and easier to delegate just, shit. There was a there was a clip. Dion doesn't even know the name of the starting center that played on Saturday. He didn't even know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. IQ. He's a CEO. Yeah. It's more of a hype man. Yeah, he's IQ. Now, he is IQ, but with this, mental, with the game, type of with, but that's the thing. As a football coach, you're delegating. Your offensive coordinator is doing what he has to do. Your defensive corner is doing what he has it's to do. You you're listening in. You're following the game. You're playing the game. You're keeping in track of the possessions, the timeouts, watching those type of things. But in basketball, you have to be more hands-on. As many coaches as you have, you have to be hands-on as the head coach. So that's why I don't think AI would be as successful like Jamar said. Or Shaq. It has to be a, it has to be a sickle. It has to be someone like Kobe. A nigga, that's because y'all know, like we mentioned, basketball rosters are smaller. You're gonna know every. You're gonna have to talk to every player on your team. You can't hide like in soccer. They be talking about how Pep Guardiola, that nigga, be hiding from niggas. It's 25 <laughs> niggas on your team. You can't hide. But you look at look at your boy Carlo Ancelotti. He's more of a players' coach. He shows love to everybody. He treats people like human beings. He treats them with respect. He tries to be in their lives. And yeah. that's what Greg Popovich is. People talk about as much of an asshole he is. He be talking to niggas. They go out to dinner. They talk about life, politics, yeah. what's going on in their country. You got to be shit like that. Kobe would be perfect. That nigga speak three languages. That nigga is two next, bro. Watch this film. Yeah, and yeah, he was, he was the one that could do it. He is the one. Yeah, man. That's, and a that's, bunch of hip hop niggas and that hood niggas fucking. Everybody Kobe loves Kobe, Kobe, yeah. Yeah, Kobe. for sure. They, they damn sure use their his name in a bunch of rap songs. <laughs> for sure. For sure, yeah, I mean, man. Lil Wayne got a song about that. Yeah, before he passed away. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Chief Keith, Kobe. Oh, Born like I'm Kobe, hey, before he passed away. A lot of people, yeah, Kobe's a legend for sure. Kobe is the yeah. Yeah, man, but hey, man, this has been a good episode. Yeah, it's always something fun to talk about in the offseason. Training camp starts in a couple weeks. Uh, they're talking about Chris Paul potentially being a starter. You know, a lot of nonsense is going on, so we'll, we'll be on top of all that. But uh, we'll be back next week. Y'all be good. We out.